0: What expectations did you have for 2020? Maybe wind back the clock 12 months to last Christmas Eve. What, what were your hopes for the next year? Was it to take a trip somewhere you'd never been before? Maybe to, to celebrate a, a milestone event or anniversary with friends and family. Maybe it was to start a new business or get that promotion that you'd been hoping for. Or maybe it was to hoard toilet paper, learn to bake sourdough, and binge watch Tiger King. I mean, really, one year ago, who would have thought the most reasonable part of 2020 would have been Tiger King? 2020 has not met our expectations. But when does life ever meet our expectations? Life is full of surprises, and so is the Christmas story. The Christmas story is a story of unexpected twists and turns. It's the story of a monarch born into a manger. The story of a, a misbegotten son who's the only begotten son of God. It's the story of a tiny baby with terrific power. Uh, no, not, not that one. This one. Yep. Yeah. 2020 was not what we expected, and the first Christmas is not what we might expect either. My name's Ellis. I'm one of the pastors here, and I'm delighted to welcome you to this Christmas celebration at Chapel Hill. Whether you're joining us in person or online, we are so glad that you are here. And in the next few minutes, I hope to share a message with you which gives you a better understanding of why God was born as a baby and what a difference that can make in your life. And to do that, I'd love to share two points with you. And the first of those is this, Jesus was better than expected. In the second and arguably the worst of the three Star Wars trilogies, I'm talking about the prequel trilogy here, we hear about a prophecy regarding a chosen one, one who was going to come and bring balance to the force by destroying the Sith. The Sith, by the way, they're the bad guys if you've been living under a rock for the last 40 years. Uh, In in episode one, we we see them debating about, is this person the chosen one? Is that person? They they really didn't know. Of of course, we now know it was Anakin Skywalker. But but at the time, there was guessing games going on. In the very same way, 2,000 years ago, the first century Jews were playing guessing games of, of their own about their chosen one. They had a prophecy of a chosen one known as the Messiah who was going to come and restore God's glory to to Israel and, and usher in an unprecedented era of justice and peace. But in the first century, people weren't sure who that was and and what that person would look like. There there were lots of sides that that were saying this and and that. That's what this person will be like, and and, and that's what this person will be like. But, But there was one thing they could agree upon, and that was this. When this Messiah, this chosen one, came... He would come in apocalyptic glory. He, he would come riding on the clouds of heaven. You know like that moment when Captain Marvel bursts in through the sky? That's what they were thinking. That was what they expected of the Chosen One. And so when we hear this Christmas story about, about a baby being born out of wedlock to a family of peasants being laid to rest in what was effectively a, a first century food waste trash can. It doesn't sound like it's going to be the story of this chosen one. So if the Christmas story, if, if Jesus' birth wasn't what was expected, how, how can I claim that Jesus was better than expected? It doesn't sound better, right? Undercover Boss is a TV show in which the CEO of a, a, a large company goes undercover as a rank-and-file employee to experience their company from the ground level. Now, of course, this is fascinating for for the boss, but I think it's even more fascinating from the perspective of those low-level employees. They have the opportunity to interact with someone who otherwise they might only have seen on a screen or at a distance. Some of those employees, by by the end of the episode, come to call this this once distant boss, uh, a now close friend. The Christian claim is that Jesus is the boss of the universe. He created it. He is sustaining it. He's tasked with judging it. If Jesus was going to come and visit the earth, uh, I, I, I think we might, along with those first century Jews, think that he would probably come in a way that, that everyone would know exactly who it is. It would be very clear. Jesus is the boss. We would know that definitively. Coming on the clouds of heaven. But instead, the Christmas story is the a, a story that Jesus came undercover. He came in the quiet. Why? Why did Jesus come in this unexpected way because it enables us to have a relationship with him just like those employees in undercover boss are are enabled to have a relationship with this once distant boss so we too are enabled to have a relationship with Jesus the birth of Jesus wasn't what we might expect of a chosen one, a, a messiah, the boss of the universe. In fact, the birth of Jesus was better because Jesus came in a way that is relatable, in a way that showed he was, he was willing to come down to our level, to, to experience life as we experienced it, with, with all the pain and all of the suffering that comes along with it. Why was Jesus born as a baby? so that we might be able to relate to him, to have a relationship with him, the boss of the universe, coming to us undercover. So, point one, Jesus was better than expected. Point two, a life with Jesus is better than expected. Now, a life in relationship with Jesus is possible because... He did not remain that distant boss, but came down and lived amongst us. But here's the thing Jesus is still the boss. He's still in charge, even if he came undercover. You know, there was a, a time in my life where I would have said, I believed in Jesus, but I didn't want him to be in charge of my life, I didn't want him to be in control. Of my life, I thought that if I allowed Jesus to have control of my life, he'd, he'd kill all the joy in my life. He'd take away all of my freedoms. I, that, that life would be worse than expected if I were to live it in a relationship with Jesus. And maybe you, like me, think that if you were to give up control of your life to, to some other person or, or some other power, that you, you'd be worse off. I mean... If 2020's taught us anything, it's that being governed by things outside of our control is not fun. And yet Jesus claims the very opposite about living a life in relationship with Him. This is what he said to his followers. He said, "I have come that you may have a life and have it to the full." So how is it that a life with, with Jesus in charge can? Exceed our expectations. How is it that we can have this fullness of life that Jesus talks about? I grew up playing rugby, which if you don't know what it is, it's essentially a better version of American football. (laughs) When I was on the field playing rugby, I I, I experienced this this tremendous sense of freedom and, and joy, now, rugby, as with any sport, is governed by a set of rules. You have to give up control to some higher authority in order to, to find freedom, to find joy in the game. If everyone was playing by their own rules, you'd end up with no joy, no, no fun. In, in fact, I would say you'd probably end up feeling imprisoned, trapped in a game that you just want to get out of. You know, in my own life outside of rugby, I discovered something really similar. I discovered that the very things that I thought brought me freedom were actually the things that were trapping me. Things like the partying and the drinking, the sexual license, the pursuit of success, the pursuit of possessions. These things, I thought they were the emblems of my freedom. But they were actually the bars of my prison cell of unhappiness. And when I turned control over to Jesus, when I gave up these things that I thought brought me freedom, I discovered true freedom. As I discovered what it looked like to have a relationship with the the boss of the universe... I discovered that, that his ways are better than mine. That life with him is far better than life without him. That, that life with him is, is an adventure. It, it gives me purpose. It gives me a hope and a future. That life with him is, is freedom itself. That life with him gives me a place to belong. A life with Jesus is better than I expected. For most of us, 2020 has been worse than expected. 2020 has left us feeling lonely, anxious, depressed, addicted, fighting with each other. But as 2020 draws to a close, you have the opportunity right now to say, I I want the end of 2020 to be better than expected, not worse than expected. And the way that you can do that is to hand control of your life over to Jesus. To say to him, I'm exhausted. I feel trapped. I'm done. Tonight, I want to find freedom by putting you in charge. And this is an invitation that goes out both to those who'd call themselves Christians. And to those who wouldn't. For many of us, we've been living as, as if the, we're in control of our lives. Living as if the, the things of this world, the things we can control, the, the, the money, the possessions, the relationships, living as if those things bring us freedom. But deep down, we know they don't, and 2020 has proven that to us. Tonight's the night to give up our control. And experience true freedom. Experience true life. The life that Jesus has to offer. Life to the full. And if you've never decided before to put Jesus in charge of your life, then tonight you can begin the most exciting journey of your life. The best adventure you could possibly have. Jesus isn't what you might expect. He's better. And a life with Jesus isn't what you might expect, it's better. Maybe tonight is the time to hand complete control of your life over to Jesus. Would you join me in a word of prayer? Now, if that's you, if if you want to hand control of your life over to Jesus tonight, then I want to invite you to pray these words along with me in your heart. Jesus, I'm sorry for living my own way. I'm sorry for trying to control my life this year and every year. It hasn't worked out. Thank you for making it possible for me to have a relationship with you. And today I choose to place my life in your hands. I choose to put you in control. Give me the faith to trust that your ways are better than mine. Give me the power to live out your ways rather than mine. Give me the comfort to know that you love me and you have good things in store for me. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.